Please can we be upstanding for the reading of God's word? First Chronicles chapter 29. We're reading from 11 to 12. Praise God. Are we there? Please shock and all. Can you help me this morning? First Chronicles 29, 11 um, to 12. I'll read. I, I'm sure we have our Bibles. It says, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in the earth is thine. Please, can we read together? Please. So I'm going to go back again so that we read together. Praise God. Praise God. All right, let's go. Three, two, one. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Praise God. Take notes, uh, verse 12. He now says, let's go. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all, and in thy hand is power and might. And in thy hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles also, please move sweetly, swiftly to 3 John 1 verse 2. 3 John 1 verse 2. 3 John 1 verse 2. And um, it says, if we're there, can we say, uh-huh? All right. And it says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest and be in health even as thy soul does what? Prospereth. Lastly, Psalms 24 1 verse 2 Psalms 24 1 verse 2 Psalms 24 1 verse 2 and the Bible says, let's go the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the world and all who live in it. Hallelujah. My assignment this morning is simple. The Lord has led me to share on what I call too late to be broke. Too late to be broke. Please tell your neighbor on your left and your right, slap them a high five and tell them it's too late. It's too late to be broke. 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 Hallelujah. Let's share a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you praise. We give you thanks this morning. Thank you for the entrance of your word brings light. We ask that light shall come our way this morning like never before in the name of Jesus Christ. I hide, hide behind the cross. I hide behind the blood this morning. I, I submit all of me unto you this day in the name of Jesus. I say none of me and all of you, Heavenly Father. I ask that my tongue be used as that of the ready writer, that you shall bring a sound word to your children this morning. Thank you for answered prayers, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. And the people of God shout aloud, amen. Amen. Please, you can please be seated this morning. Hallelujah. Too late to be poor. Tell your neighbor one more time, it is too late to be poor or broke. Hallelujah. So many religious um, fanatics or Christians 
believe that being broke or not having finances or not having cash is the only way they can get to heaven. I don't know if we have heard or seen people like that. They believe that as Christians, we must be broke. We must be not having for us to go to heaven when the trumpets sound. Many Christians also claim that they have to live um, a humble life. So in living a humble life, they do not need the things of this world. They, did, they do not need to hustle. They don't, they, don't, they don't need to go in search of the things that can make life comfortable. They don't need to be empowered to raise their voice in the city. They feel that it is a certain kind of people who are not going to heaven that should be rich. But I came this Sunday morning to let us know that that is a lie from the pit of hell. Hallelujah. It is the will of God that we prosper, just as we read this morning, and be in health even as our souls prosper. The Bible says that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The Bible further says that the Lord wishes that we are great, that, that we prosper in all that we do and all that he has called us to do. The Bible for the records, a lot of men of God who were wealthy, praise God, one of which we all know, the father of all nations, Abraham. The Bible records that Abraham was so wealthy. He was rich in Greek. He was rich in cattle. He was rich in so many things. We can read Genesis chapter 13, verse 2. Abraham was a blessed man by God. Very blessed. And if we want to categorize what Abraham had that time and now, he would be worth over billions of dollars. That was a man after God's heart. That was a man that God used to multiply the nation. He was very rich and wealthy. Tell somebody very rich and wealthy. We also know another great man of God who also was the son of Abraham, Isaac. The Bible records also that Isaac was very rich as well. He, 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 he was rich even in the time of famine that it cost the Philistines to be envious of him. We can check that in Genesis chapter 26 verse 14. Great man of God, very wealthy, rich, even when people were we're going through lack, God still raised his head and made him to be a voice in his times. We all know the story of another great man of God, the man called Job. Job was a righteous man and very wealthy man that he was a very distinguished man in the east. Hallelujah. The Bible recorded that Job had everything he wanted as a man on earth. He was very rich. We can read Job chapter 1 verse 3. The story is there for us. We also know another great man of God, the man called Solomon, King Solomon. King Solomon was another very wealthy man. The Bible records at 2 Chronicles chapter 9 and 20, we can read the life of Solomon of how he was rich, he was wise, the Lord used him, he had a voice in the city, he had a voice in the place where the Lord planted him, and he was a man that was doing things for the kingdom. The list is endless, people of God. We have David, we have Joseph, another great man of God who was rich, and the Lord used him very mightily. So I said all of this to show us that God's children or God's 
ambassadors or the patriarchs of faith were wealthy. They were wealthy men of God. They were not broke. They were not looking for urgent 2K. Tell somebody they were not looking for urgent 2K. They were men of God that were empowered to go into the world and do what the Lord has called them to be. This Sunday morning, I'd like to share us a few things that the Lord does not wish for us. Hallelujah. God doesn't want you living a second-hand life. It is not the will of God that you should be miserly. It is not the will of God that you should be beggarly as Christians. As Christians, we are not called to live above or, sorry, below par. We are called to be overtakers. We are called to be the ones who occupy the earth. Hallelujah. God has not also called us um, to be receivers at all times. You see a lot of Christians, they always want to collect. Please, can you give me? Can you give me? Can you give me? The Lord has said that it is more blessed to do what? To give than to receive. So you cannot give when you, have, when you don't have. You can only give when you have in abundance. So the Lord has called us as Christians to be givers. That is the only way you can affect the world. That is the only way you can affect the kingdom. That is the only way you can win souls for Christ. We all saw the, um, the, the, the little play that, that was just viewed now by shock and all. That we went out yesterday to go and preach the gospel. That thing costs money. It costs resources. You have to buy, uh, buy things that you share, you print tracks, you do a lot of stuff. So for the kingdom of God to be moved from where it is now to all the ends of the earth, it costs what? Money. It costs money. So God has called us to be givers and not receivers. Praise God. God also has not called us to be stagnant. It is not the will of God that as children of God, we stay at one place year in year. From 2010 till now, you are still in the same place. No movement. Still wearing the same clothes. Still going to the same places. There's no advancement. There is no movement in your life. You are just there. That is not the will of God. The will of God is that we prosper. It says that the thoughts I have for you are for what? Good and not of evil, to take you to an expected end. So God, I want to establish this morning that it is the will of God that we prosper. It is the will of God that we go forward. It is the will of God that we are givers and not receivers. Now I'm going to be moving straight to share with us a few mistakes that some people have about wealth or about having resources in their, in their control. Number one is that some people think that wealth is meant for a certain kind of people. A certain people from a certain kind of tribe. People who live in a certain kind of um, environment. People who live in a certain kind of continent. Uh, different genders. Praise the Lord. I came this morning to let us know that that is not the will of God. It says, the Bible says at Philippians chapter 4 verse 11 to 13, it says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. It doesn't say I have to be Igbo. It doesn't say that I have to be Yoruba. It doesn't, have to, doesn't say that I have to live in Europe to do all things. It says anywhere and anywhere, everywhere, wherever you find yourself, you can do what? You can do all things. So please don't look at some people and say these are the people that are meant to be rich. 
These are the people that are meant to be having. Um, because I didn't go to school, I didn't grow up in Lagos, I didn't grow up in Abuja, I didn't grow up in the UK, I didn't go for masters, so I don't deserve to be doing well. No. Whosoever you are, so far you are born of God, you are to overcome. You are to be wealthy. You are to be doing very, very well. So please remove that mindset that it is meant for a certain people. Number two will be some people have what I call victim mentality. Praise the Lord. Some people are still suffering from the fact that they had things at some point in their life that happened and they feel that that is why they are where they are. Uh, you lost your father some years ago. Oh, you lost your mother some years ago. Oh, you lost your job just last year. You lost your job during COVID and so because you, are, you have lost your job, this is why I am where I am. Uh, oh, your daddy died just when um, uh, you were about to go to secondary school. Just when you were about to go to university. I lost my mom and she was the breadwinner of the house. So this is the reason I am where I am. That is also not true. Hallelujah. God has not called us or given us the spirit of fear, but it has given us a sound mind. Wherever you are, you are supposed to make impact and be what? Productive. No, anything that happens to you is just what my pastor will call sometimes lemons. Sometimes lemons are thrown to you in life. It is your duty at some point to stand up, dust your back, dust your clothes, and stand up and do what? Move. Move, 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 move. If it happened, yes, it was designed to happen. Get up and do what? Move. Don't stay in that place and continue to to dine in pity and say, because this happened to me, this is why I'm here, this is why I'm here. And you expect everybody to now understand with you. Do you know that there are people who don't even have two legs and hands and they are doing things, they are productive, they are moving forward, they are getting things done. So what of you that has everything provided for you? So please let us move away from that mentality of being a victim. Oh, this thing happened to me. This happened to me. My car had an accident. So this, that, 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 that. No, people of God, we must learn to do away with the victim mentality. Do away with the survival mentality. You hear some of us, we say, oh, it is well. Every time it is well. How we go do now? Now so we see him. You continue to say now so we see him. Now so we see him. It is well. It is well. It is well. 2020. It is well. 2021. It is well. 2022. Oh, now so we see him. It just happened. People of God, we need to learn to move away from that mentality. God has given us God's brains to put to use. God has given us our mind. You're supposed to get up and move irrespective, irrespective of where you are. Nigeria should not hold you down. Yes, Nigeria should not hold you down. In case you don't know, what is happening here is the same thing happening all over the world. Most of the very big cities or developed countries are also going through inflation. So guess what? It will continue to do what? To be like this. What do you need to do? Stand up. Get up. Arrange yourself. Tell your neighbor, arrange yourself. Arrange yourself because we are supposed to be overcomers. We can't remain in the place of excuse. We can't remain in the place where we continue to say, ah, it is not my fault that things happen like this. Get up and move. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Some people do not have any financial or economic blueprint of their future. They just live life as they sleep, wake up, they take it like that. No desire to become, no, no desire to win, no desire to be victorious, no desire to acquire anything. They are just there flat. Um, the Bible says um, in Exodus chapter 14 verse 15, it says, And the Lord said unto Mo Moses, Wherefore, wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they may do what? Go forward. Tell somebody, go forward. Please go forward. Go forward. Don't stay at that place where you have been. You're still the same place, running around the same circle. You are still this, you are complaining of the same thing, living in the same apartment, staying in the same environment. Everything, you are just staying there. There's no thinking. You know, what you don't desire doesn't come to you. When you start to desire good things, the Lord will begin to make those things come your way. So you need to desire to live a good life. Desire to impact people. Be, desire to give to the kingdom. Nothing stops you to desire to say, you know what, the bridge this year, I'm going to do the X, Y, Z. Yes, once you have that desire, the Lord will make it happen. But what happens most of the time is that we just sit back and have no blueprint for, for, for your future. There are people who have desires to go to Harvard. People have desires to live in Banana Island. Personally, I have my own desires. And if I begin to share them with you now, you just ask yourself, is this guy really a child of God? Hallelujah. But we must have desires. We must have desires. You must have desires to be better, to improve, to go forward, to move from where you are. You cannot continue to stay at the same place. You cannot sit down and there's nothing positive that you're thinking about. No positivity. No positivity. You don't think that you will own your house one day. You don't think that you will send your children to school one day. You don't think that your children will go to the best of schools in the city. You don't think that you will travel with your family for vacation. You don't think that you can be able to ask, ah, God, what can I do for you in your kingdom? I'm going to do this, do that. that those desires do not exist. So as children of God, we are going to start having desires today. Hallelujah. Another mistake that a lot of people do is that they don't review their expenses. Praise God. They don't review their expenses. They just spend, spend and spend and spend. If you ask them, how much did you spend on fuel in the month of July? They can't tell you. You know, there are a lot of people who earn very well, but because there's no review, you know, they cannot exactly say this is where their money went to. They cannot exactly put their hand down to say, this is where I spent all my money. So we need to move away from making that mistake of not reviewing. At the end of the month, ask yourself, how much came in? What did I use on calls? What did I use on data? Some of us spent so much money on data that we don't even know because you just load 2,000, load 1,000, load 3,000. At the end of the month, you say that you don't have money to do this, you don't have money to do that, but you have spent your money on the wrong places. So please, going forward, we're going to start to do what? Review. Tell your neighbor, please review. Please review. Review your expenses. Review the monies that you spend. Where does those money go to? When you review, it helps you to know where to cut down your excesses. Are you making a lot of calls? Are you giving out a lot? Are you spending so much money on fuel? Of course, what, with what is happening now, everybody needs to fall in line. Everybody needs to take order because if you continue living recklessly, 
<laughs> you will have yourself to blame. So people of God, we must review. Another mistake is that a lot of people do not invest in themselves. No investment in self. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15 talks about how you must study to show yourself what? Approved. A workman. We must study. Invest in yourself. There are some people, there are some Christians that never read. Year in, year out. There's no book they can say they, can, they have read. They don't read newspapers. They don't read nothing. So if you're asked to compose a letter, the same phrases, the same way you were writing when you were leaving school, is the same way you are writing now. My brother, there's been no development. No development whatsoever. You will know that with the quality of their spoken words. You will know that with how they articulate. Because you find out that most times you are where you used to be 10 years ago. There is no way you can earn if you do not learn. You must learn new things. You must update. And one of the ways to update is by constantly reading. Constantly reading. Read the word of God. Read books that you have passion about their area. Read things that will edu educate you, that will move you from where you used to be. You cannot improve yourself without reading. Praise God. You must read. Move away from reading Insta blog. As much as all those things are good, you find out most times that people will read, they will download the gist of what happened in this person's house and that person's house. But if you ask them, what are the secrets of XYZ? How do you do XYZ? Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. You cannot go forward. Trust me. You cannot go forward without reading. They don't read newspapers. They don't read um, um, informative blogs. They don't read about finance. Nothing whatsoever. No atom of development. No seminars. No trainings. You call for training. Oh, -ho. you tell them, come, they're, they're having a workshop. They don't go. They give you training in your office also. You just do it anyhow. How do you want to grow? How do you want to move forward? One of the ways to travel the world is by reading. One of the ways to travel the world is by reading. You can read books that were written by people who are dead. You can read books of people that are, that are written in different continents, different parts of the world. Once you read that thought of theirs, it now looks as if you are in that place where they lived. So you can understand how the people of Asia behave, how the people of Europe behave, how the people of America behave, because you have read have you seen people that are so red, so vastly red, that they, they act as if they've lived in America before, but they've not, they've not even passed this Abuja airport? Why? Because they read. So please, I'd like for us to tell our neighbor this morning, please read. Read. Invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Pay money. Join a club that will update you. Join an association that will update you. Join something that would update you, that will move you from where you are. You must invest in yourself. It's a must. It's a must. It's a must. Don't just live life carelessly. Wake up in the morning, bath, go to work, come back. After work, you come back, eat dinner, go to sleep. Day done, got, done and wasted. No atom of investment. Every day, should be able to say, if it's one hour, let me sit down. What is this area of my life I want to go forward? What is this area of my life I want to see progress? I want to see results. Take 30 minutes, one hour, study. If you read one hour in seven days, you have read for seven hours in a week. Do the multiplication for a year. Your life can never remain the same. 
Never, 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 never remain the same. Never. So today, we are going to make a commitment to start reading. Listen to the news. As much as most times Nigeria has to do with bad things, but one of the ways you can update yourself is to have information. It says that information is power. So please, people of God, invest in yourself. Invest in yourself and what? Invest in yourself. Hallelujah. Are we learning this morning? All right. So we're going to be moving now to the keys to not being broke. What are the things that I need to do? What are the things that I need to do so that I don't find myself in the situation whereby I don't have money to take care of my immediate needs? That is what being broke is. Once you cannot take care of your immediate needs. I'm not talking about buying a house. I'm not talking about a fancy car. I'm not talking about buying Gucci shoes or buying Gucci clothes. What I'm talking about, the money to take care of your need. Let's say you want to make call now. You don't have. You want to take a bus from here to Wuse. You don't have. You want to urgently do something that concerns you. You don't have. That's what I'm talking about. What are the things that we need to do so that we are not broke? Number one is value creation. Somebody say value creation. Value creation. You cannot create value and remain where you are. Never. You cannot create value and remain where you are. Now, value creation has to do with entrepreneurs and also people who are working for people. So you can also be creating value as an employee. Praise God. You can be creating value. The reason you're paid salary is because you are creating some kind of value. You are there when they say you should be there. You can customer service, marketing, whatever it is. There is a value that you are creating. Don't live your life just like that without creating any form of value. You will be broke. You would remain where you are. You have to look for a problem and solve. Look for what? Look for a problem and solve. You have to find a way to bring value at every environment that you find yourself. Everybody that you see that is a multi-millionaire or billionaire has created some value or the other. Some value or the other. Some of us who have found ourselves in a workplace where they are paying you salary, you start complaining. Come to work, you will not come. Come and do the job that they have given to you, you will not do. They give you job, you complain. Anything that they bring your way, you complain. How do you want to have money? The next time they are compiling the list of people that they will sack, they will put your name. Because your boss will say, this guy is not productive. There's no value that they bring. So as employees, you ask, how do I create value? Be the best. Tell your neighbor, be the best. Be the best. Be the best in your place of work. Don't be that colleague that people are running away from giving responsibility. When they just call your name, now Emeka, Emeka, can you help me do this? Ah, no, 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 I don't want to. I know they show up. You know as Emeka, they do. You know, if you give them that thing, you know what thing happened that time. Don't be that kind of person. We are supposed to be upright. Whatever your hand fights to do, do it what? Do it very well. Be the best. So that if they are calling the people that they want to promote, if they are calling the people they want to move to another location to boost sales, let your name be there. You should be among the first five people they want to call for people who are upright, people who are the go-to guys in the office. Don't be that person that comes late, complains, nags. There's always one complaint. You can never go forward. You can never go. It will just take time. But once those analyses or audits are done, they will just put your name and tell you, okay, can you go to this brand? From there, you get frustrated and leave. So let us be the best. 
bring value wherever you find yourself. As whatever you are, whatever skill that the Lord has done for given to you, make sure that you are bringing value. It is only when you bring value that people will pay. It is only when you bring value that people will queue up and give you what their money. So we must make up our mind this morning to bring value. You must bring value. Are you a driver? Drive well. Are you a cook? Cook well. Are you a singer? Sing well. Are you a businessman? Business well. Bring value to wherever the Lord has called you to be. And there's no, there's no problem with repeating something that somebody else has done before. Praise the Lord. There is no law that says that you should not repeat. If you find something good that somebody is doing in an area, in an industry, go and replicate it. How many of us know of the company called Jumia? Jumia, you know of Jumia, Jumia. Now, Jumia replicated Amazon. Just in case you don't know. Jumia replicated Amazon. And Jumia, Jumia, Jumia was formed about 10 years ago. It was founded in 2013 by some Nigerian boys. There were two of them that found Jumia and replicated Jumia. Now, last year, Jumia posted a profit of over $30 billion. Jumia has grown from what used to be to where it is, to what used to be to where it is now. So there is no law that says you cannot replicate what another person has done. Are you seeing somebody that is a good cleaner? You can go and clean, open your own, clean better. Hello? The industry is wide. Very, very wide. It cannot contain one person alone. Go there, update, do your own, and bring the service. Bring the service. Another company that replicated is Bolt. Bolt was a replication of what? Uber. Uber was the first um, set of company that came up and started sharing rights and booking, um, booking rights from our mobile phones. Another company came aboard named Bolt. And Bolt has recorded a profit of 1.3 billion euros in the year 2022. 1.3 billion euros. What are they doing? You use your phone, you ask, you want a ride, ride shows up. They don't have a car, they don't have no, 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 no steering, no tight, nothing. Just an app and they're connecting people. So there is no excuse for value creation. You must start from where you are. Start from where you are. What has the Lord given to you? You can talk, you can sing, you can, you can uh, move. What is it? You can negotiate. Start from there. Look for a way to produce value. This mic I'm using is value creation. The phone that you're using is value creation. This hall that we're using now to have this, 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 this service is value creation. Somebody looked at it and said, ah, we need people to look for a place where they can watch movies in Abuja. And they came and they built this cinema. So value and the need for value cannot be overemphasized. We live in times where people are looking for things or ways to solve their problems or make their lives better. So look around the value chain. Look around the value chain. People are doing weddings every day. People are, are celebrating birthdays every day. They need cake. They need a DJ. They need an MC. They need, they need some kind of value. They need music. They need light. They need their drinks to be chilled. They need uh, everything to go on well without issues. Value creation. Value creation. Value creation. 
leave this hall today and tell yourself, there must be some value that I'm bringing to this world. You must bring value. Connect people is value. Somebody wants an office in Abuja. You are in Abuja here just walking around, doing nothing. You can bring value. Value of availability. Bring value. If I stay, if you don't get anything from this message, let us leave here knowing that the value that we need to bring is very key for us to leave the, this place of saying that we don't have money. What is the value? We can see a lot of people in Nigeria who are billionaires. One of them is Dangote. Dangote has moved from producing sugar to producing flour to producing cement. And now he has entered the big stage of, of oil and gas. See, the generation of Dangote can never, never be poor. Never, never, because he has stayed consistent in bringing value. Stayed consistent in bringing, Nigeria has had a problem of refinery for how many years now? But one man came and said, okay, you know what, let us start. Bring government, bring people, bring investor, bring everybody, put them together. Let's navigate. Let us build our own refinery in Africa. And that thing is worth over billions of dollars. Why? He has brought value. So what value are you willing to bring to this life? Tell yourself, you cannot live here and not bring value. Bring value. Let it sink. You must bring value. Connect people from America to Europe to anywhere. Value must be brought. Once you bring value, people will search for you. The photographers that you see snapping, it is value. It is value, value. We have a brother in the house who is one of Abuja's most sought-after MC. His name is MC Frank. He disrupted, he brought a new mix to MC in Abuja and the country at large. What is he bringing? Value. Value. Value does not know tribe. Value does not know race. They will not say because you are Igbo, they will not call him. Once you are good, you are good. They will pay for you. They will, it, it is a no respecter of persons, no respecter of religions. Once you have that thing correct, people will pay for it. So please let us bring value and do what? Start from where you are. Don't say that you don't know where to look for. Look around you. There's something in your hands. There's something God has given to you. There's something that you are created for. Look well. Look well. Hallelujah. Number two, desire not to be broke. Somebody say, desire not to be broke. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. For somebody like me, I grew up in where we call Olodia Papa in Lagos. How many of us have been to Lagos before? How many of us know about Lagos? I grew up in Olodia Papa. And in the area that I grew up, woman of God, I saw a lot of things that I told myself, Casey, this cannot be you. Never. As long as I have life and breath in my nostrils, I cannot go through this. We used to have people those days that they always sent them back home, back home because they didn't pay school fees. I don't know if you've been in that situation before. When you get to school, they've waited for you from, from, from beginning of term to middle of the term. And they see that you don't have school fees. Then your parents, when you now come to school, they now say that you should stay at the gate. That day you see headmaster. You stay at the gate and say, no, you can't. Your father will not start coming to explain. I say, never. 
never in my lifetime. I can never be this. There are some things that God has allowed you to pass for you to desire in your mind to say, you know what? This can never be me. So you need to desire never to be broke. Desire it. Once you desire it, it will come. Don't just sit down and say, ah, it's when I saw God want them. Now lie. That is, God never wants anybody to be broke. God never wants anybody to live below par. He wants you to do well. He wants you to do well. So you need to desire that you will not live those, those kind of life, those kind of lives. You cannot live in a future that you have not pictured. So you need to picture that good life. You need to picture how you'll be using your money to reach out soul, reach out for souls. You need to picture how you'll be doing the things of God in your life. And those things that you want to do, you need money to do them. So desire, desire not to be broke. It is that desire that will drive you. It is that desire that will make you to burn sleepless nights. When you desire that you don't want to be broke, if you are writing an exam, you make sure that there's no other way I need to study and pass. When you go to school, you know that you have been sent to school not to do anything else but study and show yourself approved. Sometimes you go to school because there's no desire for success, you just do anyhow. You just waste your four years. For those of us that are students here, the reason you are sent to school is to go and study. Study and come out with a good grade and move your life forward. Don't just go there and be careless. You must desire to be successful. The budget of Nigeria is about 20-something trillion. 20-something trillion, I think. Yeah, 20-something trillion. Now, the question is, what is it in that budget that I will connect to? I always ask myself that question. You will live in Nigeria, live in Abuja for 10 years. The people will come to Abuja. They will apply for contracts, do bid, do everything. After everything, they will make money go. And you, you are here. You think that you, are, you, you came into this town to be counting all those things. Ah, I know where NMPC Towers is. Ah, I know where CBND. Uh, I know where NCC is. Ah, just my central area. You think is the reason why you are here? You think is the reason why God has positioned you here? To just be passing, passing transaction, passing money. You have to desire that, you see in this budget, 2023, they will soon start implementing it. Look for something in that budget and tie yourself to it. You are not just here by happenstance. That is not, you are not just, don't sit down every day. People will come from Edo states, come from legal states, do transactions, sign contracts and go back. And you, you are sitting down here. The budget of Nigeria, um, yeah, I said 21.8 trillion for this year. The breakdown shows that recurrence is about 8.3 trillion and capital expenditure is 6.5. So recurrence is payment of salaries. Now, 6.5 trillion is what is going to be spent on capital projects. So there's education, there's um, um, works, um, there's re, uh, yeah, works, works and housing, there's a uh, media. Look for something in this downline and connect yourself. That is the way to do it. Don't just sit down, sit down like a bump on a log, just as my pastor says. You have to get up. Look for a company. Look for something. If you, do, if you cannot do it yourself, partner. Tell somebody, partner. 
look for a partner and say, how can we, how do we even tie this thing? You have friends in some of those ministries. You have friends in those organizations. Let it not just be greeting that you people are greeting. You must use those contacts. Hello? You must use them. I beg, how I go take do this thing for your company? I yesterday they do this. How do I get it done? How do I get in? That is the way. Contracts have made people billionaires. And you know what? These people are people like me and you. They have one head, two eyes, one nose, the same hands and the legs. What do they know differently? Information. Information and they desire that, you know what? I'm not going to remain the way I used to be. They moved. So from today, let us go out of our way. Go and print that budget. Study it. Those of you that are caterers, those of you that are businessmen, you do supply, you can supply, you can clean. All the buildings in this country or in Abuja, they need people to clean them. They need people. There are people who their job is cleaning. They collect cleaning. They can collect cleaning of CBN. It's people that collect those contracts. They collect it for a year. You will be shocked. You will be shocked at how much cleaning costs. It's somebody that collects it. Is somebody that collects it. So look for something. Look for something. Once they clean, they'll provide rag. Once they clean, there'll be water. Once they clean, they need people. They usually have t-shirts. Once they clean, as in the value chain is enormous. It's enormous. Stationaries is another one. Every organization needs stationery. They must buy paper. They must print. They must print. They must buy ink. They must make sure that their, 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 their documents are signed and sealed. That is money too. That is money. Some organizations need fuel. They need diesel. The Nigeria is not at the point where power is 100%. There are people supplying diesel. So imagine that you supply diesel for just five organizations in Abuja. Just five. Just five. Five. And you put your mark up. You'll be thinking of another business to do. So, open your eyes. Tell your neighbor, open your eyes. Open your eyes. Look for something. Don't live in Abuja 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Things will be passing you. Passing you like this. As if you're sleeping. No. Look for something. Look for something. Look for it can start from anything small. I have friends who do cleaning. They just have three buildings that they clean for, and they are done for the year. Once you collect, some of them as high as thirty million. Thirty million here, thirty million here, thirty million. By the time you pay, you pay your salary, do all the things that you buy your equipment and all, you are good for the year. Waiting past that one, it's even better than going to work every morning, going to. So we must desire to be rich. Number three, build a strong network. Build a strong network. Relationships are the currency of the future. Don't stay in that place that you are the best. Now you be author and finisher of your faith. You are the biggest boy. My brother, the poverty that will hit you is doing press up. Is doing massive press up. You must move. Move away from places where you are the champion. Connect with people who are better than you. Connect with people who have mastered the act. Connect with people who are already successful. If it means you pay, pay a price to connect, don't be proud. Say, why well, well, go talk to him? And you are not a billionaire. 
You are not a billionaire, you are proud. You just see some people, they don't have money, they are doing guy. Shishi, you know, get. Shishi, you are doing guy. Connect with people who are better than you. If it means you to pay a price, pay. I have a friend who told me that if it means for him to pay, he pay money to join some associations that he will pay. Sometimes you have to pay for connection. You have to pay. If you want to join IBB Golf Club, IBB Golf Club is in Metama. To join the club is 1.8 million. What do they do there? They play golf. That same golf and long tennis, you can play it in stadium. You can play it in um, some people's houses too. You can play it anywhere. Just go stadium. Do you see people playing? But there are some people that play in a different place to get access to the place. 1.7. That's a house rent for two years for some people. But guess what? The guy told me, Casey, if you have that money, pay. It's an investment. It's an investment. Why? Because the powers that be, that is where they play golf. The people that take decisions that concerns the country, that is where they meet. So you must pay anything for connections. Don't sit down and the people that are your friends, the only friends that you have are the people that you are better than. If you tell them, raise me 500, story. Story. You cannot even, you don't have friends that you can say, give me 10K. No, 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 no. I just think about it. If you are in a fix and you need to raise 20K, how many people in your network can you call immediately that will just say, guy, I need XYZ. No worries, send me account details. No long story. If you do not have anybody like that, you have to re readjust yourself. Readjust fast because there's no time. So make the right investments in relationships. Also, the ones that God has given to you, don't close them. Don't rubbish them. Make sure that every relationship you have, you keep them for tomorrow because you know what? Igbo people say that tomorrow is pregnant. You don't know whether to give birth to a boy or a girl. You don't know whether to give birth to a child that the leg is not working. You don't know whether to give birth to a child that the eyes are blind. So you know what? Make sure that you treat everybody right as much as you can. As much as God has given you. Treat everybody right and invest in relationships. Number four. Master the art of marketing. There's nothing that you do that you would not market. Even the gospel. The Bible says that go into the world and do what? Preach the gospel. The gospel, that preaching is so that you tell the ends of the earth that there is God, that Jesus loves you, that Jesus saves. And that's what we're doing as the body of Christ. We continue to preach. You, you know how to sing. You know how to write. You are a creative person. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. They don't even know that you do that thing. How do you want to go forward? That is value that you have. You are a good dancer. You are a good keyboardist. You are a good writer. You, you are good in mathematics. You are good in this. Nobody knows. There's nobody. You're, even your, your friends. Ah, ah, this person, I didn't know a favor does this. Ah, I didn't know they will carry the transaction again and give to another person. Why you are there? So we must master the art of marketing. 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 
very important. What some other people do is that they find creative ways to do it. So if, it is, it, it, if there's a way you can sell your own and it makes sense, please do so. But you must ensure that everything that God has put in your hands, find a way to bring, push it out to the world. Find a way to let everybody know. It is when they know that you are paid. It is when they know that you earn. It is when they know that you will grow from where you used to be. So all of you that say, ah, I'm a very quiet guy. You know I'm shy. I don't usually, I need to like my brother. Poverty is close. I know they, you know I'm a very conservative person. You know I don't usually, I don't know whether I see those people. I don't usually, I'm just very, nobody knows, you're not a billionaire yet. I know you don't, you don't want to talk to anybody about, I, I can cook rice, so I can cook boleo. You don't want to talk about it. Eh? <laughs> so we must master the art of marketing. Number five, have a positive attitude. Have a positive, some of us, eh? Our attitude, ah, it's only God that will help us. Some of us have very negative attitude to life, to everything. It is not um, anybody's fault that you are where you are. It is nobody's fault. So what you need to do as an individual is to ensure that you do right. Have an open mind and have a positive attitude. Let me use one instance. For those of us in Nigeria and Africa, our culture is that we respect our elders. It's our culture. When you see your senior, you greet. Hello? But nowadays, there are some things that you see. You see people that you are older than. They will just walk past you in the morning or they even tell you hi. I don't know whether you notice. They tell you hi, hi. You see pastor in the morning, you, you, you just say hi. Or you see your elders. Not only past, as in people who are your senior, your bosses, you just tell them hi. Say, why well, must I greet him? My brother, that is a bad attitude. Very bad. Correct it today understand the way things are done in any location that you find yourself and synchronize yourself to that, that environment. So make sure that you have the right attitude. Don't let, they are greeting you, you don't answer. Or people want to come and meet you for something, they are not sure how you will take it. They say, you know, say that guy, get as they behave. I don't know, I don't want making, that's, you are losing, you know. When people begin to suck, second guess, connecting with you for something. They are asking themselves, I'm not sure how that guy will take it. So let us have the best attitude at all times. If you need to go to work, go on time. Greet people. Be friendly. Connect. 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 You know, make sure that you leave every impre impression to be the best. Let your impressions be, be good. Let, don't, let them not be sour. Let them not be, Mr. I know I won't have talked to this guy. That should not be you. Praise God. The next will be um, ad adaptability to the current trends. I need to start rushing now. You must understand that the world is changing. So you need to adapt. We can see now that social media is what is raining. Social media has taken over the world and it will continue to do so. So connect to this new reality. Some people tell me that I'm not social media. There are times, there is a time coming that you cannot do business without social media. Praise God. There's time coming that you can't do business without social media. So you want to make sure that you connect with the trend. There's somebody who, or there's a company that was founded during the reception, recession, sorry. Um, talking about adapt adaptability to current trends. Netflix. 
Netflix was founded during um, a recession. Now, what happened? The founder of Netflix used to go and borrow films. How many of us know video clubs? You grew up in a time when there were video clubs. So video, for those of us that were not there, so what we used to do that time was we would go and register in a video club around our house. When you register, you pay subscription for like a year or monthly. Then you now go and be collecting movie. Uh-huh. So if you don't have money to buy those movies, you just go rent it in the video club. After you rent it, you are supposed to have it like two days. After two days, you go and return. If you do not return it, they will charge you. Now, the guy who founded Netflix went to borrow a movie. After borrowing a movie, he now did not return the movie on time. So they charged him $40 to as late, late return fee. He now got angry and said, what kind of thing is this? How can we be paying, how can I be paying money for that, that, that I, 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 I rented a movie that I could not even watch as much time as I wanted to? He now created something that we all know today, Netflix, whereby you can sit down from the comfort of your house and stream whatever movie you want anywhere in the world. It is from innovation. It is from ad- adaptability to the trends. So we must follow where the world is going to ensure that we get um, adapt, uh, we, we get in sync with what is happening. Number seven, be a person of integrity. That one cannot be overemphasized. Let your word be your bond. Don't have people talk down on you. Don't have people not rely on you because they are not sure of your capabilities or how you respond to money. There are some Christians that you don't want to do business with. You don't want because you would hear different reports of how they've scammed people. They've collected people's money in church. You, they are owing here, owing here, owing here, owing here. That should not be. If you say you will return the money on Monday, please, on Monday, return the money. If for any reason, one plus one is not two. Pastor Dennis, please, oh, I said I was going to give you this thing on Monday, but one plus one did not give me two. Please, just give me some time. It shows that you have honored the person that even gave and you have honored your word. Don't be that kind of person that doesn't have zero integrity. Nobody will do business with you. Some people, your asset is integrity. There are some people that want to drop billions of naira with you just because they know it's Dennis. Because it's Dennis, I can do it. I don't need collateral. But there are some other people you can't call their name. No, he must sign. He must bring his mother, bring his father. Make sure, call Pastor Chinedu. Pastor Chinedu, CEO. Emeka wants to, don't be our Emeka. Emeka wants to collect money from me. Oh. Should I give him, you are there, oh, Pastor. For, them to, for you to even have that conversation, it's already dirty. It already shows that people don't even trust you. There are transactions, if you have a good um, um, lifestyle and people can trust you, there are things that will happen that nobody will even hear. There are people who do businesses in church. Nobody hears it businesses, multi-billion naira businesses. Nobody will hear because they are people of integrity. But once it is the wrong people, don't let your matter. They now start talking about it. I give them 50k the other day. Tell me, say, go give me, no give me. You collect from Emeka, you collect from Chinedu, you collect from um, Jennifer, you collect from um, um, Abigail, Aisha. Collect, collect, collect. And they are, nobody has any good thing to say about you. You are digging your grave. It is just time to catch up with you. Lastly, be a blessing. Be a blessing. Find something to give back to. It can be church. It can be family. It can be motherless baby. It can be ministry. It can be anything. There should be people that wake up every day and pray for you and say, if not for Osita, 
Ha! My children wouldn't have gone to school. If not for Dennis, I wouldn't have had this thing that I have. Make sure that you find a way to pull people up. Make sure that you find a way to be a blessing. People should wake up one day, every day and say, Ah, God, if it is not for Mr. Dennis, where would I have been? If it is not for Mr. Je Mrs. Jennifer, where would I have been? If it is not for this woman, what would I have done? People should sit down and pray for Once those prayers go down, there is nothing that can stop you. That's also having an altar. I am um, um, connecting to an altar. That could be your altar. Your altar could be concentration. Your altar could be helping. Your altar could be ministry. Your altar could be different things. But make sure that you are being a blessing. God has called us to be a blessing to people here on earth. Not to be the other way. So bless people. Let people pray and say, thank God for Mr. Joshua. Thank God for Nkechi. Thank God for Chinedu. If not for them, where would I have been? Praise God. So we must make sure that we are blessed. If you have been living your life, me, myself, and I, do a reversal from today. Tell yourself that I am going to be a blessing to everybody that come in con comes in contact with me. There are some people, that's their life goal, to be a blessing to every life that comes in contact with them. So please let us make sure that we be a bless that we are blessings. As we begin to round up, I'm going to show you the sectors where you can create value. I'm just going to list them out. Yeah, I'm just going to list them out so that we take it up from there. Now, there is a value chain in all of these sectors. So look for one and plug in. There's something that you have. The food sector. We can see it. Everybody must eat at every time. So this is another viable place. People must eat. In recession, they must eat. Hunger, they must feel their, they must eat. So it's either you're cooking, it's either you're baking, but there must be food. It's people like bole, people, as in, the list is endless. So connect yourself to this value chain. The food industry of Nigeria is estimated to be over 250 billion naira yearly. That is organized food sector. This is the one that people are calculating. The, the Bole women, they don't calculate it. The people selling rice on the road, they don't calculate those ones. So, let us ensure that we tie in. Transportation. People must move from place to place. You have air, you have land, you have sea, you have um, um, which other one? We have water. I've said that. Find a way to connect. Is it that you're a driver? You're a mechanic? You're doing car wash? You're doing something. Connect to that value chain. People must buy cars. People must move. They must move goods and services from one place to the other. So those are sectors whereby there would always be something. So connect yourself to the value chain. Real estate. People must have a roof over their head at all times. Nobody wants to sleep under the bridge. Look for a value. Look for a service in that industry. Provide it. You will have money. Um, we have the fashion industry. We live in times where everybody is very careful about how they look. Everybody wants to look dapper. Everybody wants to look sharp. Everybody wants to look this. Look for something. Look for something in the fashion industry. Connect yourself. It can be buttonhole. As little as buttonhole. There are people that do buttonhole in, in, in uh, Banex. And the, you go there, you see Q. Buttonhole. Buttonhole. Just to open the button on your shirt. So... The list is endless. It can be needle. You can start supplying needle. You'll be shocked at what you can get from it. So that sector is also very important. There's another thing. See, go and learn a skill. Some of us that don't have anything, you can be a barber. 
hairdresser, the money those guys make, there are barbers who come to people's house, they will collect 10K just to barb your hair. And we live in a city whereby everybody wants to look sharp. So there are people who barb three times a week. So imagine that you barb three times a week to 2K. Two times three, six. I have three sons. If I want to barb their hair every month, I will pay where I go to barb, 2K. 2K times three, 6K plus my own, 8K times every month there's something for barbing. So imagine that you had that barber that will just come to my house. If you come to my house now, you, have, you will make your 10K on the go. Straight. Same with makeup artists, same with hairdressers. The list is endless. Everybody now gets a makeup artist before they go out. Find something and do. The tech sector, everybody needs computers, everybody needs phones. Um, social media, we have arts and entertainment. There's, there are parties everywhere, shows everywhere. We have the educational sector, people are teaching, training, research. Um, a Greek sector, there's farming, exports. There's, um, there's a lot in this area. We have oil and gas, crude oil, gas, PMS, AGO. How many of us have seen that people are there converting their generators now to gas? The whoever is importing, as I saw the thing yesterday, I said, whoever is importing that machine, that, that, that carburetor that converts it from PMS to, to AGO, the guy don't blow. Automatic, automatic. So do the maths times everybody that wants to do it, right? Financial sector, there's banking, there's fintech, money transfer, lending. Health sector, we have hospitals, pharmaceuticals, equipment, fitness, NGO. Because Nigeria is an, a, a developing country, the EU, UNICEF, World Bank, all those people, they will continue to send money to us until we are a developed country. So if you start an NGO now, in five years, minimum, I can assure you, you start receiving grants. So it is something you can decide and say that you have passion for people of blind. Open an NGO for them. Start writing. In two, two years, you'll be shocked. They wire you in euros. And your life will change. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Lastly, the sports sector. <laughs> they will wire you. They will wire you. Uh, but you are the custodian. <laughs> you are the custodian and you now start to say, this is how we we'll do it. But the point I'm making is that it is also how to get value. Lastly, sport, the sports sector. People want to keep fit. You go to stadium every day. You see people jogging. Those clothes they are wearing is people that are bringing them. The canvas, the rope, the water, the any, everything. People are producing something there. I don't know whether you go to stadiums sometimes. You see some women, they are selling. They are selling canvas. They are selling shirt. They are selling jersey. They are selling Nike. Any type you want, any grid. They are collecting money. So the truth of the matter is that in all of these sectors, you do not have any reason. Hello? You do not have any reason. You have two legs. You have two eyes. Your brain is functional. You now stay and you say you don't have. Start from where you are. Before I leave your face, there's somebody in this church that amazes me. I didn't tell her about this, but I just want to commend her. Pastor, one of the days I went to her house, when after, her, after she gave birth, I saw that she converted her parlor, one side of her parlor, she was making zobo, mixing fruits. As in, water is this side, the, the mix is this side. She was missing. She said, ah, sorry, you know, her child was somewhere, one side. She was, she was multitasking, arranging everything, mixing it in. You know, the guy will soon come now. 
from her parlor. From her parlor. As she's there, people are calling her. Don't worry, you'll get the delivery. to soon come. Very soon now, you will get it. And guess what? Since I know her, there's no day where the thing don't hook her, if you understand what I mean. She never hook because she's enterprising. And she started from where she's not living in Metamao. She's not living in Wusetu, not area one. Kuchingoro. Where's that place? Airport Road. By the left. She has converted. She has started from where she is. Every day, when I was carrying her home during midweek service, and I say, my dear, how are you coping? She said, ah, okay, people they order, oh, I don't get what, I know they go anywhere. People they order, I just do delivery, I know if you shout. And she's in business every day, inflow, alert, back, bam, back, bam, back, bam. She just gets back, does what she needs to do, and she's good. And guess what? Life happened to her. But if they don't tell you, you will not know. You will not know that life has happened to her because she has done what she has moved on. Happy, bouncing with her two children. If you are very smart, you know who, whom I'm talking about. I hope that with these few words of mine, people of God, that we, we, we will never be broke. Thank you, man of God. It's too late to be broke. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Absolutely too late to be broke. Ah, if after this one, you still think that the best thing for you to do is to look for who to borrow money from you have not gotten anything he has just said hallelujah father we thank you for this great man stretch your hands towards him and release supernatural supply out of where he has drunk from he has released to us may he find more more to drink more to feed on more to drink where he has come from may god supply and abundantly cause him to prosper in all he sets his hands to do in his place of employment and the other hustles other places that he puts his hand to me he produce abundant burst in jesus mighty name we have prayed and everybody shout a believing amen is anybody blessed already ah i don't know about you but i'm blessed i'm loaded what i'm thinking of now is what other thing will i add to what i'm doing already see this where are those sectors i have to plug into a few more sectors hallelujah amen Please don't move. Can we just be quiet? Everybody try to not to move. Um, we will close. Let me apologize. We might just close a little bit later than usual. But in the next 10 minutes or so, max 12, we should be done. Amen. It is not news. Uh, can I have your attention? It is not news that the country is going through a difficult season. I can see some people talking at the back. They shouldn't be talking. It's not news that the country is going through a difficult season. And um, as a matter of fact, it's not just Nigeria, but over the world, across the world, every country is going through one problem or the other. A few days ago, I saw online that doctors in the UK are trying to go on strike. So just as we go on strike there too, doctors in NHS are trying to go on strike. They want more money. Then I think it was two days ago, I saw the people who work in Hollywood, where they, all the studios, Paramount Studios, New Line Cinema. You know those people? All those studios, that the workers are going on strike too. <laughs> they are carrying placards that unless their bosses pay them more, that they are not going to shoot movies again. So there is a general um, onslaught of famine. The world is famine across the world right now. And um, it is important for you to know who your God is and to be very, very intentional.
actually on Friday, I went to do some transactions somewhere. And then when I got there to buy some things, and I realized that the price had practically tripled. It was ridiculous. You know, it was Forex. And the person who was selling to me told me, oh, I don't buy now. This thing doesn't make sense. He doesn't know why it's this high. That I should wait. Maybe we'll buy later. I should buy some now. Maybe we'll buy later. And so, that with my heart heavy, I went home. I prayed in the spirit. And then before I went to bed, typically I, I pray in the spirit. I sleep off praying in the spirit. And as I slept at night and I woke up, the Lord woke me up. The Holy Ghost woke me up. And I've been about 3 o'clock, 2 a.m. I hardly sleep all through the night. Um, usually encounters around 2 o'clock in the morning. Tapped me and then took me to a scripture that I want to share with you. And he said, there are many things you should do, but start with this one. Such that the famine that has come upon the world, the entire world, the global stage, that famine will not connect to you. So I want to, to just read this scripture to your hearing and then we'll take our offering and then we, 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 we go. Genesis chapter 47, it says, verse 12, And Joseph nourished his father and his brethren and all his father's house with bread and according to their families. Verse 13, There was no bread in all the land for the famine was sore so that the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan fainted by reason of the famine. And Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan for the corn which they bought. Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's house. I'm going to verse 15. And when money failed in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, such that he says money failed all the Egyptians came to Joseph but the emphasis there is that there was a time in the Bible where money failed you know what it means for money to fail it means that you have money but you can't buy anything you have money in your hand but the thing you were buying one naira is now 1000 naira money has failed there was a time when money failed in Egypt which was the US of the Dendon world and Canaan, which was the rest of the world. Money failed there. And this is what happened. The Bible says there, as money failed, there were three, the Holy Spirit now said to me, have you seen the text? He said that even though money failed in, in Egypt, there were three sets of people that were not in lack. The whole of Canaan, the whole of Egypt, they were in lack. At a point, they began to sell themselves to Joseph so that they can get money to eat. So money failed. But the Bible drew my attention to three sets of people that did not suffer anything. The first group of people were those in Pharaoh's household. So those in government. Obviously, if you are in Pharaoh's house, even though money is failing, it's not failing in your pocket. So Pharaoh's children did not suffer. Pharaoh's brothers and sisters, anybody who was in governance did not suffer. Also in Nigeria, if you are in governance, you probably will not suffer the way we are suffering. They're screaming. Those guys, that's why they're asking for more money to buy bigger jeeps. While you are dying, they're asking that they want to buy brand new bulletproof jeeps for all of them. <laughs> because they are in power. That's number one. Number two, said of people that money did not fail, were the priests. If you read down the text, Joseph began to collect land from everybody in Egypt. But for the priests, of course, these were now um, priests of Egypt. He did not collect their own because they had covenant with Joseph. I mean, had covenant with Potiphar and they were priests of the land. So they represented the gods. Then the third group of people where the Holy Ghost took my attention to were the family of Joseph that had left Canaan and had settled in Goshen. These guys, if they were still in Canaan, they would have died. 
but they came to Joseph. Joseph brought them and settled them in a place called Goshen. So that in that place there was no lack. The Bible says Joseph supplied all of their needs. The Spirit of God told, said to me, that is a type of the church. That is a type of people of covenant. So the Egyptian, uh, the Israeli were men or women of covenant, a family of covenant that had covenant with Yahweh. And God had provided for them ahead of time. That's why Joseph was sent there, to provide a place to keep them in the time of famine. So God said to me, make sure you tell them that for the covenant sons, covenant daughters, those who are attached to the body of Christ. That's why I took the whole of the month to talk about the body of Christ, the church, and those connected to the church. He says, it might be, so the Holy Ghost said to me, stop praying that, of course pray for other people, but for yourself, don't pray that money will not fail. Look, we are in a season of famine. Things might even get worse in the next couple of weeks or months, but they will get better. But you need to be survive that difficult night season until you get to the morning and you must be intentional. So the last instruction he gave, I said, so what do I do now? He says that your giving must be intentional. That's what he said to me. Tell them that their giving must be intentional. Don't give carelessly. And if you were not giving before, it's time to give. You need to connect to the covenant by connecting to the body. So if he said, tell them, if you have not been given, it's time to give. If you were given before, don't give anyhow. Don't just, you are not, it's not contribution you're doing. We're not contributing to the church. You are connecting to covenant. So he says, make sure that their giving is intentional. What do I mean by that? That they know exactly what they're doing. When anything parts your hand to the offering basket or to any cause, make sure it is intentional. Don't just do things anyhow. Make sure that you speak over it because that brings you connected to the kingdom. So um, as I finished that, I said, Father, how can I make this thing more intentional? He said to me, I want you to develop confessions. That night, I just, he said, okay, what should I say? I quickly downloaded it, what the Holy Spirit was telling me. Put it in a document and then I, I think I sent it to one of the pastors. Say, look, we're going to introduce these confessions before we give our offering. The, this, the thing is, the idea is for you to be intentional. Before you pay your tithe, I'm going to put it up. I'm going to send it to all our WhatsApp platforms. You should have it. Before you pay your tithe, before you give an offering, before you give, redeem any pledge, at least the one that you have been given. This time around, make it intentional. You see, you have to confess it so that you hear it yourself. As a man thinketh, so is he. So that the heavens will hear you. So that everything around you will hear you. And you will connect to that. That that is one way you can be intentional. So that in the month of August, there's so much the Spirit of God told me that night. And I'll be sharing with us in the month of August. But I felt that it's important to start now. You've got to be intentional. Look at your neighbor say, you've got to be intentional. No more squeezing some dead money that you cannot use for anything. Ask yourself before you come to church, I'm coming to see God. You know why? Because in every service, there are three parts to a service. Oh, before I start preaching. There are three parts to every service. If you notice in every church service, the first part is praise and worship. It's praise to God. So you've come into the presence of God. You want to come in with thanksgiving. You give God praise. Then when you finish, you sit down. Then God begins to speak to you. We typically use the choir to speak to you in songs. Then the word of God will come. That's God speaking to you. That's the middle part of the service. Then the last service now ends with you again. Offering unto God again. But this time not just praise. You're offering out of your substance. And at those two points when you are offering, God's attention is, is wrapped, listening to you. Waiting. Zephaniah 3, 16 and 17 says, The Lord rises in thanksgiving 
to receive with singing and dancing to receive of your offering so he's conscious to see what you, this man wants to present to me today so don't take that time for granted don't come in empty handed and when you do please when you're paying your tithe which you should pay the worst thing you can do to yourself is begin to tell God that I don't have enough for me so I don't have for you God will not ask you but the one I give you what have you done with that little one hallelujah so prioritize God in this season prioritize covenant make sure you are connected to those those that represent the family of Joseph the church and the body of Christ here on earth so you enjoy the benefits alright so it's offering time please rise to your feet rise to your feet as we take the offering and before we take our offering today we're going to make some confessions if you are paying your tithe if you are redeeming your tithe we are also going to do that rise to your feet everybody as I said we are going to be extremely intentional uh, hallelujah. I'm going to start with the offering and then I'll pray for those who are taking, who are paying their tithe. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's time to give God praise. It's time to give God praise and thanksgiving out of the abundance which he has blessed you with. If you don't have an offering envelope because of what I've said, take the time to receive it. This whole process is spiritual is spiritual. Please, I beg you. By the grace of God, I, like Pastor, Pastor Casey said, um, it's too late for me to be broke. I had, look, let me tell you the truth. I can't remember the last time I was broke. I can't, I've never been broke, in fact. I can't remember. Before I entered university. Never. So for someone like me, I can't be broke. So we're not trying to collect your money. I'm just trying to make sure that everyone in this house is able to tell the testimony of how God sustained everybody all through this season. Now, it will pass, but we don't want you to die before it passes, okay? It will not be like this forever. We want you to be blooming when we get to the other side because the night will be over. Amen. Somebody shout aloud, amen. Please, like he said, flood your head. What I and my wife have been doing now is prosperity uh, 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 scriptures. And for the month of uh, August, the word the Lord has laid in my heart is to go through the Bible and look for what God says concerning your prosperity. So we're going to be doing prosperity scriptures and reading, just teaching. Hear, letting God speak and minister to us in the midweek services. Don't miss our midweek services. I, trust me. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. What you don't think of, you can never become impossible. It must first enter your head. You must tell yourself if anybody will buy Coke in this season, it will be me. Hello? Some of us have stopped drinking Coke now. We're drinking Zobo. I'm making Zobo at home. <laughs> if anybody will enter Uber or boat, it will be me. Hello? Some of us are not entering Uber again. Now, anything going? What is it going? <laughs> along. It's called Along. So if you're entering along before, tell yourself, I will maintain my along. I will not go down towards the lower one. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you must tell yourself, if anybody will go to school and pay his school fees, it will be me. If anybody will buy fuel, let them make it 1,000 naira. We fuel our car. We might leave the ones that drink fuel and use the smaller one that doesn't drink fuel. Or we might even might plan our movement better, but we will still fuel it. Am I talking to somebody? Are you, are you sure you are here? And it is such things that give you the confidence to make a demand from heaven that because I'm a covenant child and I'm sticking to your word, I demand that I will be the one to stand. I will make my hair. I will not move from Bow Street to standing on the road. <laughs> What's your other one? Aesthetic. Synthetic. I will maintain my Bow Street hair. Hello? Are you talking to some, am I talking to somebody over there at the back? 
Aha. If I'm using Mary Kay, I will continue to use Mary Kay cosmetics. I will not fall down to what's the other word? The one that you thought they will touch you, the teeth will just peel off. I know that some of them that once they just touch your face, that's still as God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Lord said to me, let's make this confession. Have you packed your offerings? So we will be very deliberate because it's one thing the Lord has said to me. And I don't want to take it for granted. I want to respect God and respect the calling of God upon my life. Knowing that I am responsible by the grace of God for your spiritual welfare and your financial prosperity as God has placed me here. Amen. All right. So we're going to take our offering first. So lift your offering above your head. And I wanted to demonstrate this so that my pastors will see how to do it. So that this is what we should do. This is what the Holy Ghost said. Lift your offering above your head. And if you're paying, you're making transfers, lift the phone above your head. And I want you to make these confessions with me. Please make sure you are talking. Don't, don't forget I always say that the offering process is the, the way you give the offer. The offering process is not over until you speak. It's very important. So speak with me. Say, Father, oh, I present my offering to you today. Oh, I can't hear you. Say, Father, I present my offering to you today. This is an expression of my love for you. And also an acknowledgement that you are the giver of every good thing that I receive. It is also an expression of my faith in your word that if I give, you shall give back to me good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. Somebody say it like a winner. I activate today the universal law of seed time and harvest. And as I sow my seed, I shall enjoy abundant harvest over the works of my hands. I expect a financial miracle this week. Somebody say, I expect a financial miracle this week. So that having all sufficiency in all things, I may abound to every good work. I joyfully release my seed for the growth and the expansion of this local church and the kingdom of God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this privilege to be a blessing in this house. Father, respect my offering and receive it with singing and dancing and bless me with money, things money cannot buy. And above all, the answer to my specific request in Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody shout a believing amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may pass your offering down. And for those who are going to pay their tithe today, others please remain seated. Let's pray for the tithers. Those who pay their tithe in the week or, or, or paying their tithe today, please remain standing. There is yet another level of covenant declarations for you. So it is important that you connect to what God is doing with paying your tithe. It is completely different. So just send the envelopes down the row. It's part of the process. While those who are paying their tithes, so please remain standing. We are leaving, going to leave in a few minutes. Please join me as we declare this confessions for as you pay your tithe. They say, Father, I present my tithe to you. Or I present my tithe this week that there might be meat and resources in your house. I present it with love in my heart and in simple faith and complete obedience to your word. Therefore, according to your word, I command the windows of heaven, I can't hear you, to remain open over the works of my hands. I command an outpouring of your blessings that I will not have room enough to receive 
I rebuke every devourer from the pit of hell over my finances right now and I declare that the fruits of my hands will not be destroyed because I've been obedient to your word all nations shall call me blessed and I shall be a delightsome land even in this season of famine in Jesus mighty name we pray let me give you 15 seconds praying the Holy Ghost just praying the Holy Ghost for 15 seconds praying the Holy Ghost for 15 seconds charge up the place every seed given tide paid tide redeemed it is indeed from the Lord 15 seconds five more seconds charge up the place charge up the place in Jesus mighty name we pray father we give your glory and praise in Jesus may somebody shout aloud amen Please, I want to encourage you. Tithing is a very important part of covenant activity.